So, hey, Julian, I love the background with Kobe in the background, man. How, how you been? Hey, I appreciate you. I've been good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been wearing Kobe's shoes. I got those uh, before, before he passed away. Okay. They're really tragic. No, hell yeah. It's, it's a, I mean, doesn't seem real. Didn't seem real that at that that day for sure. Crazy day. Yeah, the thing about Kobe was, especially when he was like when he was younger too. There's only like there's a couple players who had that really really something super special. One of them okay. was Michael Jordan. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Where? Oh yeah, you you see that dog in them. Just want to improve, dominate, just attack. I would say it's 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 a I, you see that God in them. I get you, you know but at I mean? that point it's like a dog, like they're trying oh. to get to that that God point. Yeah, but I mean, like it's divine. No, exactly. Yeah, the, because that aura. It's it's something different. Most players don't have it. Very few players have that. Mm -hmm. And it's something like where you know when they're playing, they're in the dream world. Oh yeah. They're in a, a different domain. You're right. And it's something so special because it's, it's like a pure spontaneity, but it's not an impulsive, just random spontaneity. It's like a spontaneity with a connection with, some, with perfection. Oh, yeah. And every move is for a reason. It's, yeah. They're playing chess out there. Yeah, and, 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 and what they're doing... They're doing stuff that they that actually actually they can't even you couldn't imagine it you did like they can't plan it out because like I said it's such a spontaneity with something different like at a different level where I I'm not I'm not bragging about myself Julian but I noticed it when I was younger when I looked at videos when I was younger when I played okay like it's doing stuff that I think how did I do that I hear you it's just the feel for it, a natural feel yeah for the game yeah. But but with them it's just like, yeah, uh, they they were something special. And, and and Kobe, when I would look at when I look at him when he would play, especially especially when he was younger, when he got older, he, he actually, in my opinion, he became a little bit more uh, calculated. Oh, exactly. You know what I mean? But oh, but yeah. it, but that's that that, that was the, the level mm -hmm. of the game that, that he moved to, and he switched to that, and and, and he was still great. But. But yeah, he got more calculated. But especially when he was younger, it was just something that it was incredible. Oh yeah, and he learned every. He wanted to learn every part of the game from all the greats that did it before, which he yep. showed yep. in his game, from Hakeem to Jerry West to obviously MJ. He even said Dr. J. You know, like Magic. Like he learned. He actually learned and studied those guys and took it to another level. And like you said, he changed his game as he got older. He knew he can't always just be banging out on people, exploding off of people. You know? So he took it to the footwork, took it to the Matt with Hakeem footwork. And you see what, what, <laughs> what he did with that. Bro, so yeah, I wanna tell I wanna I wanna talk to you about what I what I've been doing with the basketball. Like okay. that's what I was doing this summer. I was studying basketball. Like I was watching video of old players. Okay. And that's when I was playing with Compton College this summer. Got you. And I'm telling you, my game got exponentially better playing with them. Like when from when we were playing, 
when we were playing, I didn't know anything. Like this summer I was playing with ULA. I told you about this. I texted you. Yes, you did. I told you about that. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I was playing with ULA. And the coach there, I don't know if you know this, Julian, but when I was playing like, like with you, when I would go to the basket, I, I would stop. But the coach there, he's telling me, okay, go to the basket and just keep going. And, and, if, and if you can't keep going, start backing them down like what Kobe did. You see okay. how Kobe was always backing people down? Turning oh, yeah. back on people. I remember when I was in high school, I think a coach told me something about when you're playing, like, don't, don't turn your back on people. So I started doing that in high school. But that was just because my game was off. And then he thought that, he, you know, if, if your game is off, then coaches think that they can tell you things that aren't even true. And they expect mm-hmm. you to do it. Very true. And that could make it worse. Makes it worse, yeah. But, but this, not this coach is telling me, this coach, coach Wendell, he was a great coach uh, at ULA. But he's telling me, okay, go go back people down. And, I, and I'm backing people down. And I'm, that's what Kobe always did. That's what, um, like you're talking about, Hakeem Elijah won. And then I started watching videos. I'm like, talking about guards like that, Mark Jackson and Gary Payton. Yes. Like back in the 90s, they definitely did that. All guards. All the guards. Yeah. All guards. Like, I was looking at Sam Cassell. I was looking at all the guards and they were back and they're yeah. turning. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking also of uh, the Laker. What was his name? Uh, in the nineties. Yeah. The, w- w- one of the guards. Uh, point Nick, guard. Nick, Nick Van Exel, Derek Fisher. Van Exel. Yeah. He's one Van of them. He was my favorite player, dude. Gro- Nick the quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> he brought that energy to the game. He showed me what that energy was. And, and dude, you actually play like Nick Van Exel. Like I love the way yeah. that you play Julian. When it, so so I'll, I'll just I'll just tell people a little bit about how how we how we met like we met playing with uh what, what was our coach's name again oh uh, Raphael Raphael yeah sir yeah what was just just tell them about the, the league that we were playing in and everything oh uh, Culver City uh, Culver City Adult League yeah and usually it's like about like six to eight teams in that division so we play weekly depending I think it was on Wednesdays that we were playing. And we were the guards, the point and shooting guards. And we had another shooter, you know, big guy, Jesse, Harold, Eric, you know, and um, I don't know if we, did we win a title that while you were playing with us? We didn't win, but I think that if I was playing like I was at the end of the summer with Compton College, we would have, because I got that. But but I'll tell you what, Julian was the best player on the team, like by far. Oh, you're a good man, dude. You're a good man. I can't wait to get these leagues back started. Because, yeah. like, with COVID, it's been tough to hoop. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, cities shutting down gyms or locking up rims. It's hard to get buckets now. Yeah, we got to get back to playing together, dude. Hey, 100. Oh, yeah, because I've been – Uh, I see Ryan Zellick. I know you know Ryan Zellick. Yeah. So he's okay. back in town. I've been hooping with him. You've been hooping uh, with him? Yeah, like whenever we can, like if, if we could find a court, we'll get some shots up. Dude, yeah, hit me up and I'm gonna try to get back into it. Like I like I told you, I remember when we were, when we were shooting before, my my I feel like my game was like at a at a at a low level. Even though like when we were playing before, I was, I guess I was playing decent, but just now, but I didn't know how much I didn't know back then. Oh, of course. That mean that's showing your growth, your growth yeah. in the game, and but, not being complacent. You know, like knowing you can take it to another level. Yeah, so we got to we got to get back into it, Julian. And oh, I know that you were you were talking about you were playing with the Culver City League, and like I said, you were you were the one who was you were definitely the 
the best player on our team just killing because you got the handles and you're doing the constant. You see, what people don't know is the more fancy you are, the better. True. And, and I noticed that when I was looking at videos when I was when I was really young. Okay. Uh, like when I was nine, I'm not I'm I'm not bragging about it, but I won an AU national championship. Okay. And I was looking at videos, and what I did when then I remember I was I was little, and I would watch and one mixtape. Hot sauce. Hot sauce and all them. Professor yeah. AO. Yeah, I know exactly but, who you talk. What you this talk was before about. Professor. No, exactly. You got yeah. AO hot sauce. Um, yeah. stick with it. Stick with it. Yeah. Um, and and and, and yeah, yeah. Who, who's the one who played in the NBA? Uh, skip to my Lou. Skip to my Lou. Yeah. Ray Frosting. Ray Frosting. Yes, sir. And oh, I was just, <laughs> that's yeah. the OG days. Yeah, I would I would watch them and I would just be studying, and I used to have holes in the sides of my shoes mm-hmm. because I'm constantly doing I'm doing the moves. And and okay. and oh, you know who else? Who, some players who play like that who have holes in the sides of their shoes who? would be Kobe, Kobe and Michael Jordan. Okay, because not every not every player does does moves where they where they're on the sides of their feet. And and I was talking to my friend, you know you know Rob Valentine. No, I don't. I got to get Rob Valentine on one of these one of these podcasts, but. But he gotcha. played in the he played in the NBA and I was helping I was helping him coach a few years ago. Okay. Um, but but he he would talk he would teach me about this like some players they do that they do the, the they they where, where they're doing the moves and they're in and, and they're dragging the sides of their feet. I don't want to get into it because y'all want to make, make people think. Don't make people think, Julian. You know what I mean? So oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't tell people the details. <laughs> Let them imagine it. Yeah, but but these and one mix the and one mix I would just be watching that. And if you look at them, okay, they're constantly doing these moves. And then you, and you see, you're going to hear coaches say, okay, that's too much. Like, you, you just want to be efficient and just do, you know, oh. crossovers and just get to the basket. No. You want to be going, like, when I see you play, you're going between legs, between legs, behind the back, between legs, between legs, behind the back, and then getting them. And then somehow when you're when you doing – it's like James Harden. <laughs> now, people, now people know it. Now people Don't. know it because the best players are doing it. No, you're right. Kyrie, throw him off Kyrie. balance. Exactly. Yeah, Kyrie. And you attack. You attack that that weak leg. Yeah. Get him yeah. shifted. No, you're definitely right. Because I had coaches like that with me. Yeah. Julian, stop playing from east to west. Go north to south. And it's like it's north to south is not going to always be there. It's not going to always be the go-to option. Like you might have to go east to west, do a little quick AI shift to get him to. Sh- get them the defender to shift to get you some space. Well, doing all the moves, you make yourself shift. Cause exactly. You, once you get into that space, I don't even, you don't even know what you're gonna do. And that's the best thing. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Look at Steph, look at Steph Curry, how he does it. That little right. pity right. pad behind the back. Right. Throwing him off, or he might have a counter to that. Like we say, Kyrie has like many counters to different, different uh, defenders. Kyrie definitely is an example. He loves those counters, exactly. For sure. You know. But yeah, so, so those combos. Yeah. And that's what that when we were playing with the Culver City League, you were doing that a lot. And then you were getting to the basket a lot, getting all the getting a lot of buckets. And then you told me that you were also playing with uh with another another te- a couple other teams, huh? Yeah. See, uh, before COVID, Beverly Hills League. Okay. They had a league over there. So hooping over there like when, whenever we weren't playing in Culver City. And then if someone needed another body for a Culver City league, hit me up. You know, we were a hoop. We were like definitely had that flow going. Yeah. 
and yeah, I can imagine, dude. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's and I, yeah, I got to hit maybe hit a Raphael again, but at that time, yeah, I remember I sprained my ankle when I was playing one on one with you. Yeah, I do remember that. First off, my game was like I said, my game wasn't at that at that at high that high of a level at that time. I was, but when we were playing one on one, I sprained my ankle and I already had hurt my finger. I jammed my okay. finger. Remember in one of the games? Yeah. So I decided to stop playing for like a year or whatever, a couple of years after Give that. Give your body a break. Yeah, because my body's already screwed up, dude. I got like two hurt legs pretty bad right now. Yeah, okay, damn. But but yeah, but we'll get back into it, hopefully. And yeah, uh, we will for sure. Yeah. Dude, and then and then yeah, add the the back down game and and the that uh, is key, the back down game, especially as we get older too. Oh heck yeah. You know, we definitely need that. And and I I'll tell you about what what the dude what the coach at University of Los Angeles was telling me, Julian. Yeah. And then, and then we're gonna talk. We're then we're gonna talk about what you what you're working on with the how what you're working on with the what what is it what is it you do exactly, Julian, with the filming and and the oh yeah, yeah like uh, broadcast journalism. Yeah. I'm a multimedia journalist for uh, CBS and then uh, work for Spectrum. Okay. So yes. hey, well, first, yeah, just tell, tell us a little bit about that, and we're gonna get back into basketball then because. Oh gosh, <laughs> for sure. So like uh, with CBS, um, I like I got a I was an intern, got an internship, in my senior year. After I graduated, luckily got um got offered a position to do graphics, then start doing graphics, start writing script, editing, you know, slowly doing more stuff, getting gaining their trust, and um, I learned video in college, so. Eventually they got like a little prosumer camera and start sending me out. And I've been, uh, was going out to different practices, different events, talking to different athletes who were at the events or our practices, asking questions and then taking it back to the station, editing that B-roll video that I got and that sound for our news show. And then usually like I just, um, like on weekends for like a football game or Lakers for safe for the Lakers, um, just uh, watch the game, edit the highlight, uh, write the script for the anchors, and then they're reading the script to the viewers, and you're watching it go through. And then with Spectrum, um, I'm usually like on the news side, like with CBS is all sports, but with Spectrum is mostly on the news side. So I'm a, like a videographer for them. So I just go out to like different breaking events or like different rallies, film it, film get different shots of what's happening. Sometimes interview the uh, person or people around and just feed it back to the station. And then they have like some editors work on it, edit edit it together and uh, broadcast it on air. So it's just like all, all TV media for me right now. Dude, I think that that's like a, a huge number of people's dream job would be to do that. No, I, <laughs> it's fun. Oh yeah, hell yeah. I remember recently I was looking at uh, one of your posts. You had a post with you hanging out with Shaq. What was that like, dude? Shaq, he is how you see him on TV. A big teddy bear, funny guy, genuine. That day that I went to um, interview and film his event, he was um, him and I believe it was at like a printer. Epson, they were um, giving printers to this elementary school um, and giving them like 3D, 3D ink, some fancy ink. So Shaq was just very, very knowledgeable to the kids, you know, just letting them know to always just have like, stay focused on your goal, but don't be afraid to change it up. 
and start somewhere fresh. You know, he's just telling telling the kids like education was key. Um, don't take it for granted and always just like thank their parents for being there at that time. Cause at that, and it was obviously before COVID just to enjoy life and be grateful that their parents put them like in that situation and talking to him. He was just very respectable, treated me like he knew me so nice. And that was my first time. His hand swallowed my hand. Shaq's hand is just gigantic. Had like a fat championship ring. It was just a cool guy. It was a very cool, humbling experience to like meet him. Cause like, as you know, like growing up in LA, Shaq and Kobe for us, like seeing that joint and to see him, it's like, wow. Those, those guys are idols for sure. Dude, dude, exactly. It was an awe moment for me. And Nick Van Exel was my favorite though. Dude, yeah, Nick and Eddie Jones, dude, same here, man. Nick would get a little shit, the shake going, pump it up. Like he had that swag. Def, yeah, those dudes had the swag like crazy. They had, they had okay, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, they had more swag back than they do now for sure. Oh, for sure, exactly. Yeah. They kept that Showtime energy going, even though it was like some down years, they had that energy. Like you wouldn't, people wouldn't even be able to tell. And they had like Dale Harris who screwed Kobe up his uh, rookie year. Yeah. Had Kobe, you know, messed up his minutes. Yeah, I remember that. Cause it would have been fun seeing young Kobe with Eddie Jones and Nick the quick running the court. Yeah, Eldon Campbell in the back, the front getting boards. I don't so, know. What so Julian, what, what do you think? Do you think that the NBA is getting better or do you think it's getting more like weaker? I was, I want to say weaker, but like what you're like, I'll go along those lines. This is like softer. Like um, the refs just, they want to protect the superstars. And it's, it sucks. Like after every, every incident that, you know, as we know, basketball is a contact sport, but say like you're playing defense on me and I'm, my off arm hits you in the face. Like they're obviously going to review it, check to see if it's a flagrant and just, it's just a lot of stuff. Like, for example, that Draymond and LeBron incident in 2016, how Draymond got suspended in the finals for that altercation. I know he stepped over him, but in the 80s, dudes were throwing. You were throwing punches, you know, and like you could play that next game. You might get ejected that game, but you would be able to play. So I I agree with you. It's getting a little softer. It's, it sucks. Remember Ryman and Malone, yeah. Dude, exactly. Like, it's, it's competitive. Fans love competitive nature. You don't want to just be buddy-buddy with that guy between the lines, even though you're going to be buddy-buddy outside the lines. It's like, I want to see you compete. I don't know. I feel like maybe, maybe now it's more like robot, more more robotic calculative. Like, yeah, right? exactly. Before, before, you know, but actually, before the filming as so, so much, like now I think that players are, are too focused maybe on like ESPN Sports Center. Hey, that's very yeah, true. Yeah, that might be putting like putting you down though, Julian. But no, no, you're yeah. definitely right. You it's I mean? like to look good. Yeah, they just want to look good. Like create the best plays to like back like in the 2000s. Like we had Kobe, Dirk, uh, Tim Duncan, even like I know KG moved, but like those are loyal guys to their team. Like now in the NBA, it's just everyone wants to team up with the next best guy. And like I respect it. Like it, yeah, it might be more fun, but you want to see like the best guys go against 
each other. Like Dame Lillard, he doesn't want to join someone else. He want to com- He wants to compete against the best. And if you join them, you join them. So do you, you, you do college ball and, and professional? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Like UCLA, USC. Not really much Pepperdine, but UCLA, SC. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and what would you say you, you prefer, doing, doing NBA stuff or doing uh, college stuff? I, I'll, I'll say both of them because you know me. I just love I just love ball. I love hooping. So, like, it's obviously it's like a different atmospheres from, like, a college level and the pro level. Because, like, for the Lakers, like, they're more, like, nonchalant, relaxing. College, you might see them do basic drills like a mic in, mic in um, three-on-two, two-on-one break just to get that flow going. So, but, like, I love both of them. It's a completely different game, huh? It is. What do you like? What would you, especially like college? That's like the definition of competition, you know. That especially before like the crowd on you and like roaring, you you could. It's just like you know that team. You know how conference games are. You know that team. You know what their set plays, especially in conference games. Like it's that that juice. It gets the crowd. You get the crowd gets that juice. Yeah, college well, atmosphere is crazy. I was gonna ask, like, what, what, what would you characterize? What is the difference between college ball and in the pro ball? Like, if, if you were to say it, like, between the players, I, between the everything. Like, I think I heard. I think it was Spencer Dinwiddie who said it. It's harder to score in college than it is in the NBA. Okay. And what his reasoning is, because in the in the league, no big guy. You can't camp in the. You can't camp in the paint or that's going to be a defense of three seconds. So that paint is open. You time, like you could time it once that big guy is going out, attack that guard. You have a wide open bang out layup, dish off to three. But in college, you could, that big guy could hang in the paint. So it's, you have to like, you know, you have obviously have to work for in the league, but you have to work for a little, a little bit harder in college to get that bucket. Do you think, is it possible that in the NBA too, they're a little bit more prima donnas? Like, would you say that that's the case? Ooh, no, I would say more like innovative, you know, cause like say the hardest, the hardest sidestep. Now dudes in college are practicing that shot. Yeah. Dudes in high school practice it. Kid, okay. you know, AAU kids are working on that shot. Even with Steph pulling from the, for eight, uh, middle school kids pulling from the white line like that's deep you know like I feel like the NBA they're trendsetters for the for the game now like a lot of people just picks up pick up little tendencies from them yeah I just remember when I when I was playing at, at UC San Diego my coach was saying that like that the college ball and NBA are just completely different and like NBA they're trying to like save their bodies Okay. I remember one thing that, that he taught me was like always die for the ball. Yeah. Because he was saying that if you do, he said, he says, if you don't, there's going to be some, some dude going to, he's going to die for it. And he's going to knock you, your knees out intentionally and try to give and try to, you know, take out your knee. Oh, you're right. Exactly. If, if you want to be, if you want to be weak and not die for it. And uh, so you always got to be doing, it. but yeah. So, but, but in the NBA, he was saying that they're trying to like more save their bodies more and they're not going all out as much. But in the college, it's like more, it's tougher. 
And also, like the guys in the league, they get that check. Some of them, yeah, and they're happy. They're happy just right there. Like I like as we were talking about Kobe, he said he didn't let that check get to him and make him complacent. Some guys are complacent. You get a few million, and like trust you're balling, but the game, the love of the game, just stops. Yeah, the thing about Kobe that we know and and why it would separate him so much from the other dudes is how much how really. And it, it becomes a cliche, but it's it really is true. It's how much he put into it because, well, like I remember when I was listening to the, them talking about how Kobe would, he was talking with like Allen Iverson or, or some other player. And then he was like, yeah, well, what are you going to do after this game? And he's like, oh, I'm just going to go to the club or something. Like, yeah, it's AI. Like, uh, yeah. And then, and then Kobe's like, oh, I'm going to get like a couple of, you know, maybe 500 more shots up. And really, that's really what separates people um discipline that's all, that's all you can do to to like that's the only thing that you can make a difference with like you, your talent yeah there's of course there's people with different talents and stuff and there's people who it, just 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 the gift of you know people have different gifts and and we don't want to deny that okay. but okay. but all we can do is how much effort you put in and kobe was the dude who was putting in like thousands of extra hours than the other players and that's what gets him you know to that really, really extra level. That's where you you get you get the quantum leaps in your game. Very true. Exactly. So so what? Tell me, tell, like with you, Julian. What what do you? How did what, what type of stuff are like? How did you get to your level? Like, can tell me about your your basketball career and because like like I said, you had mad game when I was watching you play. Like your your handles, everything was 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 on like at a high level. So what, what type of stuff do you work on? And uh, like when you're playing, just tell me things that you're thinking about and uh, all that. No, I hear you. So like I started at a young age. So I was like always like one of the smaller kids. So it's just like at that point, I was just dribbling, handling the ball. And it, usually I was able to like break presses myself. You know, you know how like young kids, five, six years old, you think you're playing good defense, you know, just weave through the defense. So obviously like it grew from there, started doing like little cone drills with my dad and their sons. And usually that, that's how it just different cone drills. And I was like the kid to always, like how you said, and one, like I saw and one, they always brought a basketball with them, no matter where they went. It could be at a restaurant or a mall. I was that kid. I was bringing the ball. Like I remember, I took it to Washington D.C. with us. It was dribbling it all through the uh, D.C. Because I did that too. I would do that too, bro. Yeah. My God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you see people, you just like, oh, cross them over, weave through them. You know, give them a little move. So, like, just being, just love, you know, wanting to get better and watching videos too. It's like Hot Sauce, Ao, Iverson, Marbury were my guys back then. Nick Van Exel, you know, it's like study that move and that right to left crossover from AI, that left to right, that was like, I was determined to learn that one. And once I like got in on someone at school, like I knew it, like, okay, it, it works. And then just like from shooting, like I had a basketball court in my backyard. So just shooting, playing kids, you know, just constantly working on my range. And then, um, played I play like um a lot of at the parks park leagues not I play like one season of AAU wish I played more of that and then in high school played three years of varsity with uh, I played with Ryan Zellick we played we were teammates for two seasons because he's a year older than me so 
grew from there and then went to Laverne. That's a D3. Um, really didn't play there, but like I was on the team and played summer league and then fractured my foot my sophomore year. And then obviously I had to like do some rehab. That was my second time fracturing my foot, fractured both of them, like the fifth metacarpal bone, little small little break. But then just always just loving playing the game, like how we used to go, used to just work out, shoot, you know, get little drills in. So just like staying up on it, like staying, it's like all about repetition. Staying, staying dedicated, you know, keeping that form. And like you said, always knowing you can improve. Like you're not where you want to be right now. Yeah, right right now I think I'm ready for like more repetition. Like if, if we got back into it, like I'm not gonna be playing around now. Because at that time I was I was too prima donna. Like I was I was thinking like I don't wanna mess up my game. It, it, I don't know, like I, I, I was thinking too much, but it, after this summer, it, this changed me, man. Playing with because I saw how much I needed how much I need to improve. How oh, much yeah. and and so dude, I'm ready to to start working out with you. Like, and sometimes you need those moments though, just to like remind yourself like what you love to do. Yeah. You know, like that that's the spark right there, the spark to the fire. And I love I love how you're talking about that you would just like dribble around the city. Yeah, that's I would always be like you remember me before the games when we were playing, I would go go out outside. Oh yeah. Or, or I'd go in the locker room and I'd just be dribbling around the lockers. Get the feel for it. And I also I remember I saw like um oh I'm I messed up Jason Williams, dude. I'm oh yeah, like, that's so disrespectful. Jason Williams and Mike Bibby's were like we're also my guys for like the shooting and handles. But it was like one of them or um Isaiah Thomas. They're talking about dribbling a tennis ball. Oh, I remember. So I was doing that through school just to like get that feel and just like get comfortable. It's like picking up from different guys, like different, like how if they were great at it, like, okay, like you can do it too. You know, like this is what made them great. Learn. Did they, did you ever dribble with, with garden gloves? No, I haven't. Yeah. My dad had me doing that too. See, that gets the feel too. (laughs) I know. I tried it with a plastic bag before. Okay. Over a ball. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, you you put the people the person who puts the most effort in. I don't know if I like the the two ball dribbling stuff. I think I, I like me either. I'm honestly I don't. I remember Isaiah Thomas, the great. He was just like you you truly play with one ball. Like yeah, it looks good. Yeah, but you're playing That's with one play. ball. You, yeah, you practice how you play. <laughs> Simple as that. Simple as that, man. Yeah, but yeah, just that's why I like I. I remember when I was in high school, I would, before the games, like I said, I would go to the locker room. Everybody else is doing their own thing. They used to call me Batman because I'd be hiding. So I would just dribble. In the cave, I feel. Yeah. And, and, and I, I'll be doing, like, I, maybe I'm also introverted. Maybe, and it's, it's, I think it's the same thing with, like, Kobe. I think that Kobe and Michael Jordan were introverted in, okay. in kind of the same way. Kyrie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, dude. Like, it's, it's how your brain works and what how you process and process it you do fine you do great yeah i think to be the best is something you got to be a little bit like different a little bit crazy because you got to be you're the one who while everyone else is going out socializing partying and and i'm not going to put down you know ronaldo warridge yeah i'm gonna try to get on his uh podcast soon he hit me up he's gonna he told me he's gonna try to put me on his podcast 
Okay. He has a new podcast out. I want to hear the stories with Ronaldo because we were like best friends in high school. Hell yeah. Okay. But, I remember he was like 08 because I remember he, for sure. And, and he, he told me the reason why he got really, why his game got exponentially better, exponentially better was because he was like spending all, all night shooting, like shooting 800 shots a day and stuff like that. It doesn't come out of nowhere. Exactly. But also he was all like, like six, nine, but he was going like, you know, shoot, shoot, shooting a ton. He, he improved his game, but yeah, but there's some, there's a lot of dudes. They're just, they're not crazy. Like it, they're not going all out and they're not doing that extra, extra, extra stuff because they're normal and they're going out and they're socializing and they're partying and social media, social media. I never did social media growing up. I don't care about that stuff. Man. Yeah. I didn't have it until it started coming out. Exactly. Yeah. But I just want to play, you know, I think the same thing with like Kobe. And I think the same thing with Michael Jordan and the dudes who are like, okay, Kyrie Irving probably too. Yeah. People even like with Kyrie Irving, remember his like Ka- Ka- um, Kawhi. Kawhi, yeah. Uh-huh. I remember, remember, remember Ky- Kyrie Irving's girlfriend was like, oh, this guy is lame or something. Yeah, okay. He might be lame, but that lameness, whatever it was, <laughs> that's because he was spending thousands and thousands of hours in the gym doing some crazy stuff. And that's why he's the one who's killing it. Dude, exactly. A guard with Kobe and MJ footwork. Yeah. He's not even 6'6", 6'7", 6'2", 6'3". So, yeah, these, these guys, even, even like Steph Curry, they're, they're not, they're, they're serious. And then That's the dudes who, who, who aren't serious, who, who, are, who are smoking weed, going to the parties and, and like just whatever. I'm not putting down people who smoke weed and stuff, but, but just like <laughs> not, not, not going all out. They're the ones who get left behind. Are you right? But but these these guys are serious and they're going you know like and that's but yeah before games like I would be doing that going going behind you know going into the locker room dribbling throughout the thing so then when I get into the game everything I was doing this is like my freshman year but then my game fell apart after that but we don't need to get into all that Junior but but I was going like you know, going into the, into the locker room just like constantly do, doing this stuff so then when I get in the game it's just automatic and that's that was another thing that's the yeah. thing thing the key is to be someone who's like who's doing it so much that it's just completely automatic subconscious it's natural yeah natural like you're saying you're not you, you can make the move without even thinking it's just instinct instincts yeah and the way that you're gonna get that is yeah i was talking to rob valentine the dude i was playing basketball you know i was, I was coaching he played in the nba for a little bit too mm-hmm. but he was saying that that the the difference between the dudes who are the best is the the dudes who are the best are the ones who are playing the most the most and playing the oh, most yeah. pickup game and stuff so he's saying you, you really want to see – look at, like, the bone crusher. When, when I was I was with Rob, we would go to the different gyms, and I, I would see the bone crusher. Remember that dude who plays oh, one? Yeah. All day. And he has, a, he, has a nice, he has a nice hesitation move type of thing, kind of like Hot Sauce. Hot Sauce had, okay. that, had that one move, dude, that one move where they do a little hesitation thing and then get him. And that's yeah. what I kind of you, – you, you saw I was doing that a lot. Yeah. It's like a hesitation type of thing. And I mean, I don't want to make people think, so let's not get people thinking. No, I got you. Jamal Crawford is that dude too. Crawford, yeah. Loves just hooping. Yeah. He said he doesn't do all those drills. He hoops. Pickup games. Oh yeah, I was. I, I know this dude. Uh, this dude who who was actually Ronaldo Warwick's coach. You know Isaiah, or Isaac? No, you know Isaac. I what's coach his last? Coach, what's his last name? I don't remember Isaac's last. last. Name. Jonah, I think it's Jonah. I don't think so. We got to we got to hit up Isaac. Me and you got to got to work out with Isaac at some. Please. 
please. But, yeah, definitely, dude. And and he was he was he coached Ronaldo. Um, oh, okay. and 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 I think that Ronaldo would say that Isaac was the dude who got his game to to the next level. Oh, but um, and that helps too. Also, like getting like honest feedback from someone that doesn't know you or know you who's not afraid to let you know what you need to improve or change up in your game. That's how you can't, that's how you improve as well. You know, you know what, Julian, I'm going to be honest though. Like Isaac and, and these guys that they teach you. So like the, the hesitation move that I was doing, I started thinking, but when I was younger, I did that stuff automatically. And that's what I like. And I, if I were a coach, you see, and, and I'm not going to, I just heard that that Kobe was making was in his uh, coaching thing. He was making people think a little bit like mm -hmm. he was like, and that that's all well and good. You know, he's analyzing the details and that when you get to that level that Kobe was at, you can do that. Analyzing these things like the hesitation type of things, things that people don't think about. Like, the, you know, I'm not going to get into details, but like like a crossover and doing like a, a, a stutter step on, on a left leg and then, and then crossing or something like that. Uh -huh. He's seeing these little things that stuff that he did automatically. But if I were to coach, dude, I want to make everything subconscious. And I don't want the kids thinking at all. Just let it flow. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm going to be doing the cone drills. I'm going to be doing a bunch of cone drills, uh -huh. going back and forth, and just doing doing stuff like that so that, yeah, that it just becomes automatic so that when they're playing, because I think that that's what separates dudes. Oh, yeah, Exactly. Who's who's the most subconscious and who's and that's that's when you're getting to the, to that that's that level of God, the divine. <laughs> that's true. Because that's not you once you're subconscious. Exactly. So that that's what that's like. I want to. That's what happens when like, you're on fire, basically. Like you said, you go unconscious. Like yeah. you get two, three, four in a row, five in a row. You're not thinking. Just it's the feel. You know, you feel good. You're gonna let that thing fly, no matter two, three guys are flying at you. And that's that's why Kobe was when he was the, when he was when he, when he was younger. He was just doing everything unconscious. You could tell it by when he played. And and Michael Jordan, he was especially in that unconscious spot. Especially yeah, when he entered the league. Oh my gracious, dude! I think it was the second season when after he fractured his foot, he came back in the playoffs against the Celtics and drove like sixty three on Bird and them. And Bird's like, wow, that was a prime Larry Bird. Yeah, a guy who doesn't get his credit. I mean. Larry Bird, Bucket Man. Yeah, dude. So I, I we, we got we got we got so much to to catch up on though, Julian. But oh, I want to I want to tell you just like a little bit of what I learned when I was playing with ULA and and Common yes, and, and then and then we yeah. So yeah, I just want to explain some of this stuff, bro. No, go ahead. So when I was playing when I was playing with ULA, the coach would t would tell me. He would have me go. We do this drill where the dude will, will dribble to you, mm -hmm. and then you get the ball, and you don't want to stop and get it, stop and then go. You just are, are running. You're still continuing going, and I, I don't want to make people think. One thing that I would do is that that I, that I saw when I when I would play when I was younger, and and I kind of kind of was doing is jumping in the air when you catch it, and then you're having the momentum already going, but the way that I don't want to get make people think though. So, but anyways, you get the ball and then and then you and then and then you're running, like already running into it, and then you and then you take it and then you go to the basket. So you, you you're going off off the the dude hands it off to you off of a dribble, 
He hands it off to you off of the dribble. And, it, and then you, you kind of go like in a weave type of thing. But this is the offense. And then you're going straight to the basket. And now what I would always do is I would go straight to the basket and then I would stop and then like pick it up or something. Okay. This, this, was, this was saying, okay, Ryan, he, he was getting pissed at me because I would always be doing this. But just, just, keep, just go and then stop picking the ball up. Now, either you're going to go all the way to the basket, and then if, if there's a dude in front of you, don't stop. Maybe do a crossover behind the back and then keep going and then do a spin off him. Keep, like I, Kyrie Irving, between legs, between legs, spin, and then you keep going until the guy stops you. You, sure. you know Kyrie Irving, when he, when he would get to the basket, he'd be going between legs, between legs, and he'd be spinning all the time. Oh, yeah. On the dudes. The spin is a, is a key move. It is. Earl of Pearl Monroe. Yes. So – yeah, so that, that's that's what he was that, that's what he was saying for me to do, and then just get all the way to the basket. And if if the dude stops you, then you can dribble the ball back out and then bring it out. So that's one thing. And then and then especially I was doing the back down. So I started u- utilizing that, but it took a long time for me to get to that to, to start actually doing all that. But then another thing that he was doing though is he he had this this coach had me jump stopping in the shot, so it kind of screwed up my game when I was playing it with ULA because good players don't jump stop in the shots and no. Yeah, like you catch it, he had you catching it, and you have to jump. And I, I think that this is why that coach was probably playing coaching D three or whatever. Okay. You know, I hear you. Because that's not that's not the way to do it. No, it's not. Yeah, it messes up the rhythm. That's not a shooting rhythm. And and nobody on the team liked it. It's so. not fluent. Yeah, the one two step. I, I yeah, exactly. That. Step into it. Step into your shot, not hop into your shot. I remember uh, what was it? Kenny Smith would talk about that. That's how what his his how his game got better when he was doing the one two step. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm picturing myself doing it right now. Yeah. Left, right, pull. Simple as that. Step into it. No, you're definitely right. Because <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't hear it. hop into your shot. Maybe if you do a up pump fake, one dribble, two dribble, jump stop, maybe off the glass. I want to teach you some some more stuff that I learned, Julian. And and if if we start getting back into basketball with the stuff that I learned, we dude, we will be killing. If we, I'm definitely yeah, always I, I, I gotta wrap my ankle though, so I'll t- I'll tell you I'll get to this at, in a bit. But one thing the coaches taught me, Julian, is check this out, dude. Check this freaking out. Mm-hmm. All right. So so we, I never knew how to do this before. I got a ball right here. Okay. But the, but the up fake. Yep. I never knew I'd do the up fake before, but okay. So then the, the coach at ULA, he taught me this. And so at the beginning of the summer, I wasn't playing good. I wasn't playing good. We, we went to games and stuff. I wasn't doing that good. It was by the end of the summer I was killing. Cause I, I went to every single practice was playing all the time. And this is what the coach was saying. Coach was, coach, the coach was like, the thing about Ryan that separates Ryan from the other players on this team is he's dedicated. Okay. He said that these, some of the other kids are committed, but Ryan's dedicated. I went to every single practice doing everything, going all out. And then that's why by the end of the summer, my game went got exponentially better. The other people were getting passed up. I hear you. But, but, it, I, but it was because of all that extra work I was putting in. Oh, yeah. And that work motivates you to do more work because you see the improvement. You yeah. see what that work took you to. And, and the improvement was drastic. And that's the thing. People don't it's, – it's, it it's a faith thing. You have to have faith that, that you, if you're going to put in all that work or something, and it, 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 it does happen. You got to envision it before you do it. True that. 
No, you really got to like let yourself know you're going to improve. No, you can't go in like, I'm not going to get better by doing this. Like, yes, I'm going to improve. You, you got to be a killer. You got to really, really, really want it. Oh, yeah, of course. That too. It's many things you have to do to, to achieve that. Yes. Well, I desperately wanted to get back into rap music. I don't know if I told you this, Julian. I can only write rap songs playing serious basketball. Okay. So, but I guess I, I like it was like a, a what they call like a burning desire. I really wanted to get back yeah. into basketball. But, exactly. That's but, a passion. Yes, passion. So this is this is what the coach was teaching me. So I didn't know how to do this ever before. But this is but I was going to every single practice. And so this coach, like I said, he had the, he, he taught bad things, but if you're going to everything, you're going to, but actually this is the other thing though. This coach could, this coach could seriously screw up your game. Cause he's telling people to jump stop in their shots. That's the other thing. There's no formula. He could screw up all these dudes. He screwed up a bunch of dudes games on the team. I believe it. But, but he did have some good things because, because I already knew a bunch of stuff. I knew what not to do. I'm looking at him still telling this. Oh, I know, but some, I feel bad for some of the players who's, who's following what he's doing. Oh yeah. That he's right. Yeah, exactly. Some might believe it. But one thing that he had us doing is the up fake. So it's it's like this is what Kobe would do. Where where it's like he what he said is 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 like like throw the ball up into the like like you're gonna like you're bashing it through the ceiling. I you wanna make it believable. Exactly, dude. So so you're going you're going down like you're you're I'm 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 going off the thing. And then I'm I'm gonna be backing them down like this, going back into them. Okay, or I just catch the ball. <laughs> or no, or, or yeah, I bring it in and then, and then I stop. And then you go, you like throw it up, like boom. Like it's it's not like you see. I used to think that you would go like this, and like kind of look like you're gonna shoot it. Okay. Like the more the faster you do it, the harder, the more you're gonna sell it. Oh yeah, exactly. And put it over your head like you're throwing it to the ceiling. Mm. Exactly. You didn't that's keep a two foot jump stop too. That's okay, and, and that's the thing that I would do when I was before I hurt my leg. Though, yeah, that's what uh, LeBron James does. Is okay a jab step? You know, that this is the one thing is is a, is a good jab step. You got to bring the ball low. Bring the ball all. We do Julian when we when we get back to playing. I'm gonna we're gonna be doing some big stuff. <laughs> Sounds good. So no, I'm down. You gotta bring the ball low, like all the way to your to your ankle. Oh yeah. This is what this coach taught me, uh, who played at Inglewood when I was younger. This dude, his name was Corey Corey Wesson, and he's one of those dudes who this guy could have been in the NBA. And so many dudes are passed up for whatever reason. That's true. Maybe he's from Inglewood. He's from the hood. I don't know. He didn't get a chance. But he was at that level where he, he could have been playing the NBA. Um, I remember my coach, uh, Coach Lucy, who coached uh, at CSUN, was saying that that this dude Corey, who was who was coaching me, mm -hmm. he was my he was my elementary school coach, and we won a city championship. Okay. And I made the game winning shot. I'm not I'm not bragging about it, but okay, <laughs> championship with that. But they hear you. Uh, but yeah, he taught me all these. He taught me some good, good drills. You, you, you bounce the ball out, you turn, and then when you do the jab, jab step, you bring the ball all the way down to your foot, and that gets people. And I, and I bring the ball like this, and then that, that gets people. But 
But yeah, but he, he never really taught me well how to do the up fake. But yeah, you get low and then you throw it up like that. So I started utilizing that in my game a little bit. And if you look at Kobe, okay. you'd be like this. You saw how Kobe would do that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's so many, it's so many pump fakes to do. Yeah, so, but yeah, so you taught me that, bringing the ball, backing people down. So then by the end of the summer, see, I was, when I was playing with them, I wasn't at that level because I'm, I'm, put, I'm putting all this together. I'm learning a bunch of new stuff. Mm -hmm. Then I get to Compton College and I've been playing the whole summer. So then at that point, and then when, when my, my, my friend took me to Compton College, he took me to the practice. And as I was going to the practices, I would be studying video of when I was younger. Got you. And, and, and it's interesting, Julian. When I was playing with you, my shot was wrong. I was shooting wrong. But I thought that I was shooting right because I looked at the video before and I didn't look at it deeply. And it's interesting how you could think that you see something, but you're not seeing it. That's true. Exactly. So I was looking at the, at the video when I was younger and I was saying, okay, I'm going to be shooting like this. Okay, I, I should shoot like this. I'm not going to tell get into detail about what it was that I was doing wrong, but I was doing it wrong. Then when I'm playing at Compton, okay, then I'm, then I'm studying, okay, wait, I was doing kind of different than that. Uh -huh. And I'm seeing stuff that I've never seen before, like looking deep, slow motion at the stuff. So then I'm going to the practices. My friend is driving me. I'm studying this stuff in detail. I get to the Compton College practice, the first practice we had. I didn't even think I was going to be playing with them. I was just there because my friend was going to try out for them. But then the first practice, I start doing like shooting like that. All, all the stuff went together for that one moment. But that whole summer, I was working toward that. I hear you. And then finally, at that point, I finally got it. Everything clicked. And I'm not going to get into details about the stuff that I learned from looking at the video. And I don't recommend anybody look at videos. I, I think that people should just be automatic. But I'm at that level where my game was screwed up by the shootaway machine. I'm not going to get into details, Julian. Okay. But, but So I, I have to figure, figure, fix stuff. But so then I started shooting like this. And then the, I remember the first practice we had. I, I get in there and then the dude passes me the ball. I shoot like I do in, in the videos I'm studying. I, I catch it and I shoot. I hit the three. And then the coach is like, okay, okay, this guy could shoot. Then we get in another one, the, the, next, the, the next drill. Okay, we're, we're, doing, we're doing like five on fives. They pass me again. I, I turn, like I turn, hit the three, like two threes in a row. Okay. Then I do it again. I hit another three. And the coach is like, okay, I want this guy on our team. But it, it, the whole summer worked toward that moment. I hear you. And then we were scrimmaging. And then for the rest of the scrimmages, yeah, my, I, my game got to the next level. It was just because just because I started studying all that stuff. And everything worked, like the thousands of hours I put in playing with ULA. Then when I got to Compton College, it all worked, it all worked together. All but, that hard work paid off. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing with you again, Julian. And we're going to get this stuff. You already know. Let me know. Can't wait for leagues to get back started. So, yeah, and then and then I'll, I'll just tell them that we were, we were playing a little bit at uh, uh, Palisades. Yep, exactly. And and we got yeah, that was a perfect spot to be playing at. And right now that now that I'm like I'm I'm ready and I'm passionate about it because I'm I'm like I got you. What's what you see once you build up and build up now. It's like it's it's that it's that saying that Jesus said, right? The more the more you give in, the more you shall receive, or the more you have, the more you shall receive, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the more, yeah, you you put in all that work. Now it all it's exponential. 
Uh huh. And now you're now you're willing to put in more and more work. Yeah. I saw that when I was like when I was playing with 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 Compton Colleges because playing with ULA, I was too afraid to do things because I was I wasn't looking good. Like I was too afraid to jump because I wasn't jumping high. Okay. But but playing but playing the whole summer with ULA, then I started jumping higher. So then when I'm playing with Compton, now I'm not afraid to be jumping. True. And then you see how things go exponentially better because now you're jumping more. Now you're doing everything more and more and you're not afraid to look bad. But, but the thing about me though, is I'm not going to get into details, Julian, but I have a lot of muscle memory failure because of the shoot away machine. Oh, okay. So again, the more you have, the more you shall receive. And, 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 and he who has, who has stuff taken, the more you're going to have taken. True. Jesus said with that stuff. And wow. yeah, I had stuff taken with that. And then there, there's, terrible consequences but but dude i'm looking forward to get, getting back into it with you man and most definitely most definitely it's gonna, it's gonna be fun bro this is I, i'm excited and, and this dude this is gonna be awesome and we gotta we gotta get ryan zelig and we gotta hit up ronaldo and get ronaldo playing with us dude, exactly yeah basketball exactly basketball is a beautiful sport it brings a lot people together from everywhere yeah I'm down for sure. Get some twos, get some games, shooting games going, if anything. Heck yeah, dude. It's going to be freaking fun. And then we got we to get Isaac. Okay. All those coach. Get yeah, some we're, 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 we're going to be work. We're going to be working hopefully and get, it's good. This going to be, this going to be awesome. Hell yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so so when do you want to start doing this stuff, Julian? When you when when can we start getting this stuff wrong? I would say like when like these restrictions start easing up. Hopefully, hopefully soon. Yeah. This COVID is crazy. Have you so so what have you been up to, man? Have you been staying uh, isolated? Because recently, bro, I've been going to a lot of. I'm not, and I don't condone this, but just like this last week, my friends been taking me to a lot of parties, and bro, if you want to go start going to parties. I've been going to a lot of parties, but I shouldn't be doing this because I should, you know, it should, yeah, you shouldn't. Don't. I shouldn't be doing it. Maybe, maybe no, I'm gonna get sick. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna get sick. Don't be. Yeah, it's, COVID's real. Yeah. You know, like I know people like think like the news is some fake media. Oh heck, COVID is real. You know, like people are sadly losing their lives or. Yeah. You know, it's different than the flu because people have, like you're isolated from your loved ones. You can't have them in the room with you. It's sad. Yeah, so yeah, I should definitely. But at least, at least I got the vaccine now. Oh, you did? No, at least people. Oh are- no, exactly, exactly. But but yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so I I shouldn't condone that. Like yeah, this last week I've been going to party. But the yeah. whole whole the whole thing I was staying isolated. But this like this last week. But yeah, but I think yeah, soon we can start getting back into the bed. Exactly. Exactly. Like the like we stay away from it now, but it will get back to some type of normalcy. And uh, are you going to be, are you still playing with Raphael or what are you going to be doing now? Yo, we, we haven't played since March of 2020. Like they shut down all the leagues. So I haven't, no run, sadly. But I know like in other states, they have basketball leagues going on. But LA, Cal, Cali is very tough on it, as they should. Yeah, very, very tough on it. I wish we could just like do some tests, like a test, prove that you test negative before you come into the gym. Yeah, I just tested myself actually, and I got negative. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. I tested good. myself last Thursday. 
Okay. Yeah. That's good. I should I should probably test myself again because I went to a party last night, but no, exactly. Yeah, test yourself. Well, at least you're checking up on it, making sure you know, like you're not making sure you're negative and not spreading it. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I don't recommend anybody go to parties right now. But the, you know, the only reason why I've been doing this, Julian, you know, you know about the Quadramall that I've been working on. Yeah. I've been trying to network, trying to get. Oh, okay. That's the only reason why I've been going to this stuff. I hear you. Trying to meet people that I can network, get the stuff going. I got you. Yeah. You trying to do it like doing it for a beneficial cause. Yeah. I hear you. Whatever. But hey, so so just uh before we go, just like Julian, just tell tell us how how long have we been going so far? Just how long have the time? For us? Oh, I think we started at nine. Yeah. No, at nine, yeah. So so tell us just more about like what you've been up to. You have a girlfriend right now, right? Oh no no we we broke up. Oh, okay. Yes, our during during the quarantine. Yeah, I heard that's happened with a lot of people. Like a lot of people, where it's tough. Uh, the whole relationship thing during the quarantine. Yeah, exactly. Now I I learned from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but like it's like from uh with CBS working from home basically from we started in march so it's like all from my laptop editing video watching the games at home and then sending it from my laptop so it's it took it's getting used like you got to get used to it i'm hearing like this might be the new normal for most people because most work people like working from home dude is 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 the coronavirus going to stay in the population like is it going to be a seasonal thing or do we know see that how it seems like what I I haven't heard about it, but I would say so. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it, it just like it's always gonna be around us. That's why they like I feel like they're encouraging everyone to get vaccinated, but it's gonna be around. You hear like a new strand is coming up out here. That yeah, like, finding a new strand is crazy. And then I, I was yeah. So yeah, and one one thing, hey, hey Julian, you think you think that sometime I can maybe check out to see how you do your editing and how you do all your stuff? Would you allow people to to look in on that? Yeah, of course. Hell yeah, dude, that'd be awesome, bro. But yeah, that's 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 an amazing job, especially since you're since you're a hooper. Like, are you you're studying all this stuff? You get more knowledge about the game all the time, huh? I want to exactly get to see the inside of things, like how coaches and players process it could be from any sport from even baseball to mls even in the nfl you know just see like how different locker rooms construct each other you know hold each other accountable yeah so you're not just doing basketball huh you do football yeah all sports yes sir you do play the other sports too yeah i do like uh soccer is my second favorite sport play baseball that was my third Played a little football, some flag football. My parents didn't give me a tackle football. But yeah, I love sports. And if it's if it's competing, please hit me up because I love I love competition. So all this all this studying of the film and stuff, and you're the one who's deciding what's going in in these exactly like highlight stuff, huh? Dude, exactly. Like the last game um where the Lakers played Cleveland. It was basically a LeBron highlight because he had 46 that game. So it was just like showing LeBron hit these crazy ass shots that he was hitting. 
So, so these people have a lot of faith in you that they're giving you this, this nice. power to make all these decisions, what's going on. You must have a lot of knowledge about these sports, about the game. That exactly. Like as you're working there, they have to see that, you know, like, you know, the basics you, and then you could obviously know the finesse parts of the sports, you know, write some different terminology for these sports lingo. So yeah, you you, you, you have to be seeing things that other people don't see to know what's what's important to put in there. Like when t- tell me, Julian, do you, do you like understand all the different offenses that these dudes are playing? Like if you're looking, are do you understand? Okay, this is triangle right here. What this what's going on here? You know, you know what at what times of the games what should be going on? Like you should would would you be a good player coach? Yeah, like learn especially like hearing coaches and players talk about it that I know like to look for something like what you're saying, like it's a time and situation who like that last play for the Lakers, they should not have switched Alex Caruso and LeBron. I felt LeBron should have stayed with Tobias Harris. So it's just like stuff like that, like makes you visualize the game and see it from a player's view and coach's point of view, not just like a meet, like a fan view. Dude, so then, then I definitely want to like pick your brain to like I would love to see like what just like examples of of what you're what you're seeing that other people aren't seeing like the pick and like pick and roll types of plays or the offense I was playing with with ULA you probably know that offense because you're watching all these games a lot of these coaches are running that the one one where they dribble to you and then hit you and then you go straight to the basket what what, what is the name of that offense I forget what they called it is your guard coming down the sideline. The he's, point. he's he's from the he's going from the top he's dribbling to you you're at the corner and then you're running off of him and catching it and then you're going straight to the basket and then you bring it back out if he stops you and then the other dude's coming from this way and it's just like a curl like a curl handoff dribble handoff, handoff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's the way that's actually Compton College is running that and ULA we're both okay. in the same office and that's, that's the reason okay. why I was so helpful going to Compton College from ULA because all the players at Conley College weren't, weren't so used to it. I was playing it the whole summer. So you, you knew like the little ins and outs of it. Yeah, at, at the beginning of summer, I wasn't good at it. But then by the end of summer, mm-hmm. when I'm playing with them, okay, I, I played the whole summer doing it. But yeah, I can't remember the name of the oh, – I, I wish I could remember the name of it. Of the no worries. I picture what you're talking about, though. Yeah, so you know you – That's know, how like the game is moving, like more outside – yeah, but it'd be nice to have the bigs be traditional, you know, have some post moves, get an easy bucket when you need to. Because, like Charles Barkley said, shooting is a skill. Not everyone's going to be hitting 50% every game. You might have an off game where you have to lock up or get easy baskets. And, and that's that's the thing, too. Like when I was playing with, with ULA, my shot was a little bit off. And then, but but then when I, but, but when I was playing more and more, when I was playing with, with Compton, I started, I'm not going to get into details, but I started shooting more sideways. Okay. And, uh, and when, when, when we're playing again, you'll see. But I like my game got so much better. My shot got so much better because I'm not going to say too, like it was my approach. I'm not going to say what it was that I was doing wrong before, but everything clicked and I was shooting sideways. I'm not going to get to get into details about that. But yeah, there's, there's some things like most players shoot like a lot of players shoot a little bit square the more sideways you are the better and but but in this way like when we're playing again you'll see i like, got I'll, you i'll show you this stuff for sure <laughs>
but yeah, the the, the game, my, my game got like, my, my shot got better from, from just like practicing the whole summer and watching the video, stuff that I didn't see before. Oh yeah. But yeah, I'm just excited about getting back into it with you, man. Same here. Now, hopefully by the summer we'll be getting into it. And, and, and dude, you were, you were the dude who was, who was like sticking with me when I was playing with you uh, before. Like you were the one who was, who was always like, yeah, bro, let's play. You're the one who's, who's hitting me back on, on the text messages. Other dude, dude, I, like, I love hooping. Yeah. I love the game. We, we, we played at that at Santa Monica that one time. And, and like I said, at that time, I, like, I thought that my game was, was on fire then. Like, I, I was thinking I was playing good. It's only like only when I'm playing this summer that I'm realizing like, dude, my game was I was shooting all wrong. I was doing stuff all wrong. It's amazing how people can do that. If you think that you're doing really good, you're not a lot of the times. Like the better, it, it, there's a word for that. I forget the name of it, but there's there's a word that they have. You're right. I, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. You're definitely right. But yeah. see, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. I know it's it's a definitely a word for that, like a moment for that. The, the dudes, the dudes who, yeah, the dudes who think that they're so good, but it's because they're not that good that they think that they're so good. And, and sometimes it's the dudes who don't like when I was younger, and I look at the videos, I didn't think I was so good when I was younger. But then I look at the videos, I was like, damn, I was really damn good when I was like, in the seventh grade, sixth grade, you know, those times periods, I was like, I was amazing. But at that time, I didn't think I was that good. I hear you. Exactly. It's, it's kind of really paradoxical how that works. Yeah. It's like you need that humbling moment. That humble. yeah. <laughs> so good, you need to be humble a little bit. Well, I think it's. I think it has to do with with the divine. Because mm-hmm. when you're humble, now you're open to that that higher level, that that higher power to take uh, over. Yeah, true that. But if if you're not, if you're arrogant, now you're doing it all yourself, and yourself is not going to be able to do what's what's perfect. And what's like supreme? Exactly. So, hey, Julian, to tell, tell, like, tell me, do you do you go to like what type of spirituality have you have you been involved? Uh, in? Catholic. Catholic. Nice. Yes, sir. So, do you, you study? Do you go to church? Church a lot? Study the the because uh, the quadrumal, you know, it's all about spirituality. And it's all about how everything is built around the cross, about the okay. around the quadrant. And I never like me growing up. I never went to any type of religious thing. I just discovered this in college. I mean, I, I, the first time I ever went to church was in my senior year of high school with Ronaldo. Okay. R- Ronaldo and uh, Isaac, his coach. Got you. But it was only, it was my freshman year of college. I would go to the church with my teammates. And then sophomore year is when I discovered the quadrant model. And then I started studying the Bible. I started studying every, all the, all the religious texts. And, and dude, I, I want to share, like, I can, I mean, I'll, I can send you some of my stuff, but it's amazing the overlaps. Like, like you think that Hinduism and and the Bible are separate. I'm I'm noticing these 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 amazing parallels. I'm studying this. The Satan in in the in the Hindu scriptures is Shukracharya. He's the god Venus. He's a, he's the planet Venus, the morning star. Same thing in the Bible. Um, and 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 the whole mythology of the of the falling the falling angels. Mm-hmm. The fallen gods. The same thing happens in the Hindu scriptures, and and the angels having sex with the with the with the daughters of men, the sons of the god who are the who are these are these are demigods angels. They're having sex with the daughters of men in the Bible. Same thing happens in the Hindu scriptures. It's the same stuff. I hate you. Wow. It's just yeah, it, it's fascinating stuff. But 
That is exactly. So yeah, but I'll I'll send you some of the stuff I've been working on. How how much have you checked it out? The the quadrant stuff, Julian. Not I, I like when you post it. That's like the time I've peeped it out. Sure. But other than that, I haven't. Yeah. So I mean, that's been a lot of fun, dude. And I, I love it that, that that you're checking that stuff out. Okay. I'll keep putting it out. Thanks, bro. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just but any anything else you want to talk about, Julian? Like what what else been going on with you? Uh, just like what what other what other passions do you have? I mean, when we know about the basketball, we know about the you're doing all the the stuff with the with the TV with the uh, what, what do you call it? Broadcasting. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So what yes. other what other stuff are you you doing? What other stuff are you passionate about and working on? No, right now it's just media and sports for me right now. Yeah. Just like trying to mass, master each level, each step, take it to another level, you know, just growing right now. Like that's my mindset. Cool, man. Yeah. Who's, your favorite, who's your favorite player like right now in the NBA? Ooh, I go Steph or Dame, Dame Lillard. I like Dame a lot too. Yeah. What about you? Probably Dame Lillard. Okay. Steph is really good, but I think that what's his name? Uh, James Harden changed the game with the concept between the legs. You yeah. saw when I was playing, I was utilizing that. Well, that's another thing I do was when I was playing with Compton is I, I noticed that when I was younger, I was watching the videos. I did a lot of crossover then between the legs. So I started uh -huh. utilizing it and that was getting people a lot. Uh -huh. It's a crossover then between the legs. And and I became just a lot more efficient with it, but yeah, it's it's the and one step. You got don't be shy. People are too shy. They think that they're they're being fancy. No, you want to be as fancy as possible. But that's what, that's what James Harden is constantly doing, like between legs, between legs, between legs. You know, standing like that, and then going you know behind the back and doing all that. So yeah, he changed the game with that, and that's and that's what I that's what I did when I was younger, like when I was looking when I was like nine years old. So, but the thing is, yeah. I haven't really been watching too much basketball because I've been just focusing on the quadrant stuff, to be honest, bro. I got you. But but I just want to get back into playing basketball. Hell yeah. You know what's, what's funny, dude, is is like growing up, I remember R Ronaldo, me and Ronaldo, huh? we never watched any football. Okay. Everybody, everybody in our bus was always talking like, oh, yeah, this player, this player, this. And me and Ronaldo didn't know anything about it. Love and, the game. But all we cared about was just playing basketball. Like we exactly. But we, I mean, I guess Ronaldo, his dad was a was Orlando Woolridge. Uh huh. Yes, he was. Uh huh. And with Lakers. Yeah. So so he, I remember I would go to uh, some Laker games with Ronaldo, and Ronaldo's best friend was Ryan Zelig too. Oh yeah. And me and me Ronaldo and Ryan went to a party one time, and we got in a car accident. Now I remember you guys told me about that. I told you about that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I drove out. We thought that there were some people chasing us. We we got hyperactive imaginations. Yeah. <laughs> I drove out and then and then some dude dude hit me and then Chris Rock drove by us. I told you about that. Yeah, you guys did. You and Zelik. Dude, um, that's funny, dude. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to when we when me, you, you and Ryan Zelik can can start working hopefully on stuff. I agree with you. And uh and if we can get Ronaldo involved. That's gonna be fun. That would be fun. For sure. Dude. And uh yeah, so this this is gonna be interesting and this is gonna be like this is gonna be eventful coming up.
So I'm really looking forward to this, Julian. Same here. Man. <laughs> Are you excited about it? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Get, get it started in the summer. Yeah, man. Hopefully. Well, the, the one thing, though, is I have to be careful with my ankle. Like, when we were playing that one time, like, I, now I got to be really careful. I got to be, I got to be, like, taping and stuff. Taping and taping. I got you. Everything. I hear you. But. But my dude, I'm about to get going. Yeah, bro. It's, it's, a, it's really fun having you on. Oh, man. yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, it, it, we're going to keep in touch. And right when this stuff ta- is over, like, I'm, I'm serious right now. But one thing I found is like, I would sometimes say things and then I don't do it. Like, cause I say it, but like this, 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 I feel like this is something we really got to, we got to do it. Oh, yeah. But like, sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be doing this. And then I, and, but yeah, we're, we're going to be doing this. Hopefully dude. Oh, we will. Yeah. The show. Up, up, up in the Palisades. We, we can get, we can get a lot of shots up. Exactly. Um, we we, we got to hit up Malibu. The thing is I still got my place in Malibu. Okay. So we can hit we can hit up that hoop over there, and then hit up the beach and stuff. Hopefully, yeah, it's, it's gonna be fun, bro. So. Sounds good, my dude. No, but I'll be I'll be talking to you later on. Hit me up whenever. Hey man, it's, it's a pleasure having you on, and uh, and yeah, we're, we're gonna keep in touch. And awesome. it's stuff's about to be uh, pretty 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 cool coming up. And then also one more thing I want to say. Hopefully soon I'm gonna be getting. DVDs and videos of when I played when I was younger. I talked okay. to one. I talked to one of my friends who, uh, who I played with for many years. His dad says he has a lot of DVDs of when I played. Okay. And this, this is at the time when I was considered by many the best shooter in the nation. Sounds good. But if I can get those DVDs, and but I, I've been too, I've been too afraid to like ask people for them. He said he had them, but then I tried to. I'm not gonna get into details, but I tried to call him, but he 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 was like busy. I think he wasn't answering, and I got too afraid to keep asking because I don't know who thinks I'm crazy. With the quadrant stuff, like I want to get the quadrant stuff recognized and acknowledged, so people don't think I'm crazy. I hear you. And then I and I want to ask people, okay, who has DVDs? I want to get back, you know, studying that stuff because the shoot away messed up my shot, messed up my game, and I want and 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 also a lot of things like and I want to study how I was when I was younger, when I was unconscious. I got you. But yeah, if it, dude, that this is. It, 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 I would love to show you the, the videos if I can hopefully get those, bro. No, for sure. Yeah. Dude. I'm about to get going. All right, Julian. My dude. Nice talking to you. Hit me it's up perfect. whenever. All right, bro. All right, man. Have it's a good perfect. one, Ryan. Peace out, man.